Good evening, one and all, and welcome to another fine episode of Audiophile Labyrinth Adventures with me, with I. It is me, your host for the evening, Michael. That's Baron von Michael of Germany. Good evening. So today I'm going to be recording a review of the brand new album, which has just uh, hit the uh, streets of the uh, of the internet uh, by Mr. Professor Elemental. Or should I say Professor Elemental? Yes, uh, I should, because that's his name. So um, the album in question is known uh, to the connoisseur, perhaps as the... <laughs> I was gonna, say, I was gonna say the fine and magical adventures, but I should probably actually, I should probably tell you the real name. It's uh, Professor Elemental and his amazing friends. It's part two, and you should probably go to professorelemental.com and have a look at the downloads, and you will find it for download. It looks cool. On the cover, do albums have covers these days? Um, on the cover, you're gonna see. Um, like a big square shape. Um, that's because I guess MP3s are square, and um, it looks pretty awesome. It's got some cartoon art. Um, he appears to have at least, let me see, uh, ten different amazing friends on there, um, and it's kind of this collaboration uh, between a chap hop artist and steampunk icon known as Professor Elemental and uh, various other um, showbiz friends, uh, none of whom I'd heard of ever in my life. Um, so now I'd kind of like to take you on a time-traveling adventure to explain why on earth I got involved with reviewing this absurdly silly and rather brilliant uh, artist here. So the year is 2000 and something or other, and the scene is Germany. I am walking into a shop full of games and wondering uh, if I can get out without buying anything. And then my eyes are drawn to a small pack. Yes, indeed, a pack of cards. And on the pack are emblazoned the words, Before I kill you, Mr. Spy. And there's some fantastic art of... Uh, sort of a young lady in a cocktail dress with a big gun. And I'm thinking, what is this? This looks fantastic. Uh, so I pick up a copy of this game for 10 of our finest Euro bucks, and I take it home. And the more I investigate, the more silly and brilliant it appears, because basically um, it's a bit of a ripoff of a certain uh, super spy concept, where instead of being the wonderful hero, the agent of MI5 or whatever, you are the villain, you're a Bond villain. Oh dear, I said the word. You've captured the master spy, says here on the back, uh, and you could kill him with ease, but you can't resist the urge to tell him your life story. Yes, he's the only man alive who truly understands, or I guess the only woman alive, or orangutan alive. If it's a risk, it's a risk, but if you succeed, you'll score twice as many points. And we all know what that means. Before I Kill You, Mr. Spy is a classic cheap-ass card game featuring intrepid spies, secret layers, and bloodthirsty villains. So once I'd got the idea here, um, I was hooked. Uh, the game is just ridiculous. It 
It is indeed by Cheapass Games, uh, which is now a subdivision of uh, Greater Than Games. Uh, and while it lasted, I was definitely into collecting everything that Cheapass Games put out, if nothing else, just for the art, and then sort of being astounded by how good the games were inside the packs. So you have a bunch of spies. They all have their own comic book art. Maybe my favorite is Mark McAllender, or Mark McAllender, who looks like um, a bloke done up as James Bond, but he's soaking wet. He's uh, dripping as if he's just swum to some voodoo island and where he's going to have a showdown with some villains. And he's lighting up a cigarette, a wet cigarette. And obviously his name is this terrible pun. Or there's Baxter Green. Uh, you've got Alma Rousseau. Let me see some more stereotypical spies. Salma Tanner. Some of these might be puns, some of them might not be. Like Jessica Beach in her uh, scuba gear. Looking as if she's just seen a shark. Um, a rather burly... A uh, lady with a three o'clock shadow called Marion Bright. Marion Bright. You get the idea. Okay, Donnie Waite, Christopher Zhang, Security Jones. It's, 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 it's this awesome combination of uh, comic book stuff and um, a silly game. It is really rather silly, but you should probably pick it up. That's actually totally beside the point. Um, but beside these games on the shelf, I also spotted... Um, a weird-looking game called Pears. Again, it's by Cheapass Games. It's got art. Well, it, there's about 10 different variants of this game. They are all exactly the same. They all have cards in them, marked 1 to 10. And there's 1-1, one, one, and there's 10 tens, and you can kind of guess the rest. It says on the back, it's a classic pub game for 2 to 8 players, although I think you can play it on your own as well if you really want to. Um... You draw cards and you try not to get a pair, which is easy with the ones because there's only one of them. And um, on the original pack, I believe that they they actually had the fruit pears. So again, there's this kind of dodgy humor, kind of zany humor. Um, and on all the variant packs, some of which were kickstarted, I think most of which were kickstarted, they got in some guest artists such as the wonderful Cheyenne Wright who did the pack I'm holding in my hands. And they got um, permission, or rather, I don't know, maybe they were kind of um, begged to do a, a pairs game with uh, some interesting characters from a property, as they say in the business. Like, you know, put all of the characters from one story or one universe or whatever you call it onto the cards. And often card number one might be some kind of super awesome hero or in the case of the cards I've got here um, it's a chap called Professor Elemental yes he's a rather fine looking gent in his uh, white shirt slightly open at the collar not exactly uh, yes yeah, not exactly cricket is it and uh, wearing a safari type outfit and sporting a pith helmet yes that's p-i-t-h helmet so it looks like he's off on a voyage of some type and and obviously um, swinging a teacup, although I don't see any pinkies up. So, you know, that's a point off. So in his pack, we've also got uh, number 10, which is the Scarlet Woman. Number nine is Lord Likely. 
The eights are Gideon, not sure who he is, looks like some kind of supervillain. Father of the Prof, number seven. Number six is the Badger Mingo. Badger Mingo, it's a cross between a flamingo and a badger. Looks fierce. Number five is Professor, sorry, Officer Trout, not Otter Trout, as will, will become clear. Uh, that's a, it's a Bobby on the beat. He's also rather mean and fierce looking. Number four is Cookie. Number three is Jeffrey, the orangutan butler, looking probably, I would say, the finest of the bunch with his uh, bowler and his little uh, gizmo there. Some sort of steampunk thing going on here. Number two is Sadie Bell. Uh, yes, and that's it, right? One to ten. So um, I never managed to pick up a copy of this stuff until... Uh, I mean Professor Elemental, that is. I, I have almost all of the pairs possibilities on the shelf there of gaming goodness. Um, the Man Cave Corner. Um, but I only got hold of a pair of... Uh, or a pack of pairs, a pair of, um, you know what I mean, a uh, pack of these cards with Elemental on there. Uh, this year, I think I won it or something, or my wife won it. Uh, probably I have too many copies of pairs, but um, I don't know, they're, they're small. It's cheaper than golf. So um, I was always aware that there was this fellow out there on his travels, um, and hence, when I spotted the call to review his new album, when I spotted that call go out, I rather jumped at the chance. Um, here was a chance to make his acquaintance, finally. Um, and I would really wish it to go down on record, and I'm sad I, uh, sad I wasted so long finding out. This is rather a splendid, uh, splendid phenomenon here. So for those not in the know, and I, I assume that's pretty much everybody listening to this podcast, for those nerdy legionnaires out there who still haven't had the pleasure, um, this fellow has been going for all of 10 years now, um, or possibly possibly a little bit longer, and he does hip-hop. Um, I've always been a bit of a bit of a fan, very much influenced by the Bristol... Uh, music scene back down in England, uh, where we have uh, various fine artists in the trip hop area, sort of an emo, rather kind of depressing, slower variation of hip hop, and I suppose a bit of sort of reggae feel um, music. Was always kind of a fan, had a try at uh, putting down some beats and things back in the day and uh, recording some lyrics, but my friends back then weren't really into that kind of stuff, uh, and it never sort of went anywhere. More's the pity. But this this fellow elemental, he combines rather snazzy hip hop with a steampunk aesthetic. I'm not sure if he always had that going on, but it seems to have been part of his brand from pretty early on. And this involves, I suppose, the justification for throwing in an album review in what's meant to be a book review podcast because this persona that he's putting on and it, it, it's a cool it's a cool idea so he's a he's a time traveling professor he's going off on adventures um, in the future and the past but he's a sort of victorian steampunk professor he's got kind of uh, tubes and uh, cogs and things sticking out everywhere and little gadgets 
um, and lots of brass, obviously, and goggles. Um, my my only, my very very limited uh, knowledge of steampunk as such, is probably um, to do with Girl Genius, which is a brilliant uh, web comic, and I think that these things have come out in in hard cover as well, um, and that's by Phil Foglio and uh, Kaya Foglio, I think is her name. Apologies, I've probably got that wrong. But the Foglios um, put out this amazing comic on the web, girlgenius.net, probably worth checking it out. I don't know. Uh, it's about adventure, romance, and mad science. And uh, I followed that for, for years. Um, got me through many sort of long days and nights. And I really should catch up with it some at some point. I think it's sort of a, an award-winning thing. And it's about these superhero uh, engineers in a kind of weird alternative world loosely based on Victorian uh, Europe, I guess, uh, with robots, uh, steam-powered robots, obviously, lots of airships, some uh, Jaeger monsters. They appear to be um, still not quite sure what's going on, to be honest. They appear to be kind of weird werewolf-type fellows uh, from somewhere in uh, Europe with lots of trees. Um, <laughs> so... I I don't totally get what's happening with uh, steampunk, and maybe you're not meant to. The vibe in this album, and I think pretty, it's pretty safe to say everything that um, the prof does is about um, making hip-hop that is a, a little bit nicer, a little bit more charming, uh, cheeky, and certainly very easy to listen to with a kind of flair that comes from uh, jazz. There's a lot of jazz music, swing music that he's cutting up with the beats. I absolutely can't fault any of the beats that are on there. Just solid, solid hip-hop beats. Just the kind of stuff that I love. It's pretty upbeat, but not too crazy. Uh, his rapping style is very, very approachable. It's not like crazy fast. And it's more about having fun, I would say, probably than seeming clever. Although he does seem extremely extremely clever um along with being along with being very obviously patently a little bit silly so i'm gonna go through some of the tracks that he's got on this on this current album uh, let me just read you the blurb here oh brilliant look um it's all written down for me so in this jam-packed collection of fabulous collaborations it's the music and the and the lyrics by the way that he's he's uh he's collaborating on so you get to hear some different voices different styles you head to the far-flung future and steampunk speakeasies visit weird freak shows and mysterious deserts with some of the finest names in independent music it's guest starring tom caruana uh, i guess that's his producer because that guy seems to be on everything um, although i could be wrong elegene the sweet chunks the sweet chunks flevens flevens lack of afro that's cool uh, Megaran, and so very Megaran, and so very many more. This is one party that you won't regret in the morning. So track one is Testify. I was, <laughs> I wanted to put some sound effects on here. Um, in the old days when I used to record a bit of audio, we're talking like 20 years, um, it would have been easy because I would have been using a tape recorder or a very, very basic computer. So there would be a bunch of clunking and crunking in the background. Anyway, 
Now you're going to have to make do with this. There was no debate, so far as I could ascertain, as to who their spokesman was to be. He is cheerful, good-humored, good company, and a good friend to all of us, and it is a great pleasure to present... Professor Elemental. I mean, that just sounds bloody lovely. <laughs> Here we go, chaps, then. God, I feel handsome. I'm on top of the planet. Reach out your hand and I promise I'll grab it. Come and see from up here. The view is worth it. You can't sneak a preview and you can't rehearse it. And it's not perfect, but it's our purpose to make the world work and make the word heard. It's a wonderful feeling when you mean what you say and the people believe you. Look, we're leaving today. So pack up your things and let me back up and bring all your passions. Sling your bling and then swing into action. No backup out of yourself. Get your head up high. Don't just stand there and so track number one is Testify. Um, it is about being yourself, um, going with your nerd credentials and not worrying about what anyone else thinks. And that is a theme that kind of goes through the whole album. It's a cool sort of hip-hop anthem um, with Flevens, apparently. Flevens? Flevens? You need to have a pronunciation guide on here. Um, Housebound Hedonists is a... A lovely little song about the joys of having a staycation. So you get the idea there's kind of a little bit of storytelling going on here. And this was my justification for um, throwing it into the feed where um, really we should be talking about books. But you'll see. Um, he's he's uh, pulling up a paddling pool and uh, sitting on the beach in the living room, in the lounge for the American listeners, yes, um, pouring a cocktail and uh, hobnobbing with his um, orangutan butler, I guess. Is he a butler? Is he more of a gentleman's gentleman, I suppose? Um, with the menagerie, uh, there's some cool um, guest rapping on there. There's Tea Total. This is probably my favorite track just because it's so, so silly with the swing hoppers doing the uh, backing track and some rapping on there. This is this amazing tale of a, a tea shop that uh, transforms into a speakeasy at night, sort of prohibition type thing going on there. And what happens when it gets bust down, uh, uh, shut down by the cops? Will Elemental get thrown into the, uh, in the nick? Or will he uh, persuade the cops to come round? I don't think you need much uh, explanation. You can probably guess what's going to happen. So the gin begins to pour. They're kind of like little comic book vignettes. And if you go to his website, uh, professorelemental.com, yeah, yeah, I think I've, I've done the plug now, you can find a ton of this fan art. I guess a lot of it is fan art and maybe some kind of like official stuff from... Uh, for sharing on your uh, blog or whatever. I think they had blogs back in those days still, maybe. Um, and you can also find a ton of comic books that um, the prof is starring in. Apparently, um, he is a comic book fan. And that really comes across, especially in this album, maybe. Um, I'm not sure about the other stuff, his older stuff. You know, before he was cool. But um, 
you really get the feeling like this is a comic book story that's happening here. Um, I've, ne I've, ne I've never heard of, of anyone doing this before. So it's basically a, basically a comic story um, in an audio form. And the videos give you a feeling of that. But I, I would say listen to this and just enjoy the stories and enjoy the rapping before you watch the videos. Don't, um, don't get distracted from the lyrics because they're really good. Walk in the sun with lack of afro. Like it says, it's about just having a bit of a walk around and uh, relaxing, keeping a not keeping a stiff up stiff upper lip really, but rather just sort of you know looking on the bright side of life. Sort of British, uh, best of British values there. You know we've got some uh, hard times hitting the old uh, the islands at the moment, haven't we? And uh, it's good to look on the positive side. So that's what that's about. The present with movie star is track number five. This is the time travel story. This is bonkers. And yeah, just what, what can I say? It's cool. The music fits the story. Um, you get a bit more synth and stuff in here. I'm just going to pause the recording and actually listen to the next one. Because uh, it's getting late and I may have had a snifter. So just uh, let me press this button here. Luke's broken. We've got some gaffer tape or something. Let's. Oh, would you... Let's just do it as it is. We'll be fine. Okay. I don't need labels. I have a steampunk uniform. I don't need a car. I'm saving for a unicorn. I guess I do like likes and retweets, but I do it anyway. No life on repeat. No life on repeat. My life is complete with some rhymes on a stage and a mic and this beat. All rappers talk about making cake. I'm the only rapper that will actually bake you a cake. No fake hate, it's not about to save rap. Just want to listen back with Tom and say, yes, mate, we made that. Ah. And this song is the proof. This is walrus rap, a bit long in the tooth. Back with effervescent energy that belongs to the youth. It's a beautiful trap building these songs in the booth. I don't do this because I want to. I do it because I need to. Don't take my demons or my angels will leave too. From the day you're born to the day you die. Yeah, Needful Things. So that's a bit of a freestyle. It's got some cool mixing in there. It's got some, this random piano track in the background, which seems to be totally off the beat. And um, a ton of uh, little jazz songs and things thrown in the background. All about what you need, which is uh, which is cool. Just about getting on with rapping and, and, uh, <laughs> and doing it well, like you should. Track number seven is, uh, but doing it like a chap, you know. Number seven is You Remind Me of the Hustle. It's like, it's the sexy love song of the album. It's extremely, um, I was pretty aroused listening to this. So um, the less said the better, probably embarrassing, really. Um, number eight is Make Good Art Part Three. It's got Jesse Dangerously and Willie Evans Jr. Um, that's cool. That's like a little um, philosophical thing about why do we do this? Why do we create things that so few people are listening to? <laughs> um, no, especially about what's good. Um, and the message seems to be, you know, you better do what you think is good <laughs> and not 
not get too hung up on what other people think. This is this dude is like rapping in a weird um, explorer's outfit uh, <laughs> to a bunch of steampunks. You know, he goes to festivals and things. And um, I always wondered, you know, why uh, fashion is so powerful and why it's why it's so depressing. If you look around at what people are wearing all the time, it's pretty depressing, isn't it? Virtually nobody wears clothes that are fun and express something. Almost nobody wears clothes that kind of um, evoke a tradition and a kind of a story. Most people are just um, buying these pretty awful mass-produced standardized clothes that are you know, sometimes pretty weird and pretty, pretty bizarre. But since everybody's wearing them, you wouldn't really think about it. Uh, but generally, they are super, super boring. It's like wearing a uniform, uh, but you're not in the army or prison, I suppose. Um, and steampunk seems to be also a lot about just wearing clothes that are nice and express something about maybe a period in history. It seems to cover a lot of different time periods. Um, a, lo a lot of different kind of um, shticks, <laughs> a lot of different milieus that are interesting or kind of evocative, uh, not necessarily happy times either, really, because, you know, the British Empire was a pretty um, scary place to live in, I guess, a lot of the time. Or like the Wild West. Uh, do people do the Wild West? I don't think that's steampunk. Yeah, maybe they do. Um, the weird West thing. What else? Speakeasies and kind of gangsters and stuff. That that was a pretty rough time, wasn't it? And um, pretty dangerous. But I guess the point is it's evocative and it's interesting uh, and it makes you think about uh, characters, you know, rather than just homogenized, kind of standardized mechanical stuff. Ironic, isn't it, really? Because thinking about steampunks with the big cogs and... Uh, and uh, clock, clockwork and stuff. But actually, society itself, I guess, in, in those days that they're trying to evoke, was really very random and very chaotic. Uh, track number nine, Snake Oil. Apparently with the Sweet Chunks band. Best name there. <laughs> That's a nice sort of little bit spoofy, kind of eastern sounding, uh, as the name suggests, track about snake oil salesmen salespersons, sales operatives, field operatives, selling you some dodgy uh, quackery. And um, that is that is a weird track um, and really evocative of this mood of a freak show and people getting ripped off. I'm not sure where's the story in that, to be honest. Um, I was chatting with somebody at a conference I went to recently saying that American literature is this cool thing because you get a lot of... You focus on the style of the writer. The writer wants to be an original personality these days, right? Maybe not so much these days, but certainly last couple of decades. But English authors tend to be focusing on the mood and like the atmosphere. So this is all about this atmosphere of just uh, dangerous, dangerous, mysterious stuff. And probably, probably completely spurious. If it's not, if it's real, then it's super dangerous. And if it's uh, fake, then it's just dangerous. 
number 10, just like an otter. That is a, that is completely hilarious. Uh, <laughs> that's as far as I can make out, that's about sort of swimming around in a, in an underwater wonderland. For this one, you really have to listen to the track and watch the music video because it's bananas. It's, it's kind of a takeoff of the yellow submarine, maybe. I don't know. Brave New World. That's cool. That's the social commentary track. Um, about the internet and how dangerous and scary it is and how cool it is. So you wouldn't be listening to this podcast and hearing me talk a lot of old bobbins um, about cool music. But on the other hand, you are providing some nice listener stats to try and uh, get us up. Thanks for that, by the way. A bit higher in the uh, iTunes ranking and all that jazz. And you're helping um, to get the word out while I'm helping. You're Maybe you'll help too. I don't know. Up to you to get the word out about the prof and his friends. I I would uh, definitely love it if you you would do that. It's cool. It's it's so funny and it's very true because um, this is just mega dangerous, man. Like it, people have got all this data. It's not anonymous. Yeah, we're we're screwed. Stiff upper lip, eh? So track number twelve is P's and Q's with Herma Puma and Ella Jean. Oh man, there's some wonderful singing, by the way. There's some lovely vocals. Um, it really takes me back uh, with the with the English accents as well, the British accents. Um, this is a rap about being polite and proving that you don't need to give a verbal slap down when you can give a uh, perfectly civilized chap down when you rap down. So... Track number 13, Devil in the Desert. This is cool. This is my favorite track from a storytelling point of view. It's it's simultaneously, again, about being a rap artist with obviously like not millions of fans, maybe, but having fun and adventure because it's about getting lost in the desert, chasing these mirage of fame, fortune, uh, seeing all the dancing girls up on stage and thinking, you know, I want to be a rapper like him uh, or her. Hey, could be dancing, uh, a bunch of dancing people anyway. You know what I mean? Uh, probably there's an orangutan hanging around here, uh, wearing goggles, isn't there? Um, passing you the last drop of, uh, tea, cold, cold coffee from the flask. Fame and fortune doesn't mean you're up on top of the castle and getting a suntan. It means you're, uh, probably sitting in your pants in the desert, doesn't it? And, uh, getting sunburned. So the pro- poor prof chased uh, chased his mirage one too many times, and then he came to his senses. And the the last track is called Monster, and that is again a nice. Uh, I think I like this one as well. It's very very danceable. What's the word? It's just a little bit more Beastie Boys. It's got a bit more of a punch to it. The whole thing reminds me of an early Beastie Boys album, to be honest. Yeah, but um, this one has got a bit more of that. I'm not going to say it sounds newer because it actually sounds like some kind of like 90s (laughs) um, stuff, but I like it. Got a lot more of a, got a lot more synths and things on there. Uh, Some of those crunchy beats on there. Um, And again, there's a bit of storytelling. So he's uh, the poor old prof wants to rock the dance floor a little bit harder. Obviously, the best way to do that is some mad science uh, involving lightning bolts and elixir by the gallon 
and turning the audience into a uh, bunch of mutant hip hop warrior kind of crazies. Yeah, I got some, I think I remember the word half shell turning up there. So clearly someone's been listening to, uh, <laughs> listening to, yes, listening to some audiobooks of Ninja Turtle comics. That's what people do, isn't it? And hey, there's meant to be some uh, 15th track here, but I didn't, I didn't get a 15th track on my full disclosure on my uh, review copy of this album, which has been on repeat uh, for the last week. It's probably going on my running podcast, uh, running podcast. Jeez, I got a Yeah, I should have a running podcast. That would be great listening, wouldn't it? Here's me running for an hour. <laughs> it's called the heavy breathing podcast. It's going on my running playlist and it's a kind of about the right tempo. It's a little bit more upbeat than I want right now, uh, but that's probably good because I'll, I'll need it for those times when I'm flagging. And the comedy effect is always very, very welcome uh, to cheer you up when you've had a long, hard 20 minutes, oof, 20 minutes on the trail and you need a little smile. You need to show a cheeky grin uh, to those pedestrians who really probably just want to get on with their lives and you, you shouldn't be staring at them like a madman and grinning. <laughs> so, yeah. I would say five thumbs up for this one. Probably I've got like a, a mummified thumb, which I'm holding up. That's what, that's three now. Um, I've got a prehensile, prehensile tail, got a prehensile thumb on my foot there that I'm holding up. That's probably at least four or five. Um, and I'm going to say I'm holding up another steam powered clockwork robot arm uh, future sort of multi-dimensional, weird, elixir-driven, uh, mutant, cybernetic thumb as well. I hope that we can do something more with a bit of steampunk and the prof uh, in the future. And maybe um, after this uh, episode, we'll, uh, we'll go back to books. Hey, we should really go back to books, right? Really sorry about this. Everybody... <laughs> No, seriously, this was brilliant. I'm so thankful to the prof for uh, letting us take a look at his new album, Professor Elemental. I know I said a new look, seriously. Professor Elemental and his amazing friends, part two. Uh, you can download it for eight of your English uh, pounds, uh, British pounds, English pounds. I think there must be English pounds, actually. Yeah, or you can get the CD uh, plus download for 10, a mere 10 pounds from professorelemental.com. This is me, uh, Baron uh, Michael von Germany. That is, uh, yes, I'm Baron von Michael, uh, signing off from Germany for the Bibliophile Adventures podcast. Sayonara on the Nerdy Legion podcast network. Sayonara for now. Sayonara. The bubble engine. I've got doubloons so many. I've got trouble spending. My pantaloons are perfect for pursuit.
side and beside me is Tom alongside to dive in the jelly seas. Jellyfish and jelly whales, a secret cave. And a walrus with a merry tail. Propeller spin, ready, set it in motion. Settling in lope around several oceans. There's an impossible octopus made of candy floss. The seabed's entirely sherbet. So hold your breath and don't get lost. Or we might never arrive at the surface. My submersible is certainly splendid in lime green. Look, there's an angelfish made of ice cream. This is a fine dream. This is a great time. It's whimsy and widescreen. I'm glad that you made time. Word on the grapevine is you were feeling gloomy. But it's simply super to live a life that's loopy. Climb aboard. My lime green submarine is always roomy. Keep it rocking, the house is knocking, keep it proper. We drop in and splish splosh, just like an otter. We lay around and lounge now when it gets hotter. We dive in and cool down, just like an otter, just like an otter, just like an otter, otter, just like an otter, just like an otter, otter, just like an otter, just like an otter, 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 Spring turned into summer. But otters know only day and night, the sun and the moon. And on their way they certainly were, to adventure after adventure. Isn't it nice out? Our second adventure begins after lights out. Leave it all behind when life is so dismal. The rope ladder is outside your window. The only sound is the rustle of the trees beneath your heartbeat as you leave the street. Breathe easy, we can see it all from up here. Climb into my basket, there's more to love. Here, take my hand. My blues are so colourful, eclipsing the moon. Isn't that wonderful? A flash of cartoon from the early 30s. The sky is personified, absurdly perky. The moon just winked. I think he's got a crush. Or maybe it's love. Let's pop out and rush. Stay on the cloud top, solid cotton be fluff. No need to find your way, you're just not lost enough. A ton of songs that's grim, gritty and glum. But me and Tom have got monopolies on having fun. <laughs> Peace to your dad and word to your mum. We keep hip-hop out of grip off the dirty rotters. A cheeky wink and we're lovely, just like an otter. We tip, dive, slip, slide, slip, come on, you've got to Bite life like a fish now when you're an otter. Just like an otter, just like an otter, otter. Just like an otter, just like an otter, otter. Just like an otter, just like an otter, otter. Otter, 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 otter. All the underwater creatures got together. And, led by a very fine salmon and his lady wife, decided to encourage him to swim. 